The Productive Woman, Episode 322. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome and thank you for joining me. This week we're talking a little bit about the value of giving thanks for women who want to live meaningfully productive lives. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 322. This episode is brought to you by a new sponsor, Calm. 2020 has been you know, a lot. And we could all benefit from less stress and more sleep in our lives. It is so important to take care of ourselves and invest in our well-being all the time, but especially during times of anxiety. And that's why I'm really excited to partner now with Calm, the app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. And when you relieve anxiety and improve your sleep, you feel better in every part of your life. Well, Calm has a whole library of programs designed for healthy sleep, like soundscapes, guided meditations, and over a hundred sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowland, Laura Dern, and one I enjoyed just last night by Kate Winslet. Uh, she narrated the story and I have to confess, I didn't hear the whole story because I actually fell asleep partway into it. I have been struggling with sleep. I've mentioned this uh, on recent episodes and calm has really been a resource for me the last few nights in particular, as I've tried different of their sleep stories and what they call soundscapes. They really have been helping me. Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get better sleep. And if you go to calm.com slash TPW, they've got a special offer for you of 40% off of a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. Those sleep stories I talked about, guided meditations to get your day off to a great start, and so much more. You can get the Calm app and experience a transformation in the way you sleep. For listeners of the podcast, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion offer of 40% off that Calm premium subscription. You just go to calm.com slash TPW, that's C-A-L-M dot C-O-M slash TPW, 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library with new content being added every week. Get started today at calm.com slash TPW. Once again, calm.com slash TPW. Definitely give it a try and let me know what you think because I'm sure enjoying it. So let's get into the topic. This episode is being published the day before Thanksgiving here in the United States. And it's historically a, a day set aside to give thanks for the blessings in our lives, for family, for friends, for provision for the things we need. But what I've been thinking about is, as this holiday approached is that we don't need to wait for a holiday to give thanks. Given what a difficult year many of us have experienced this year, 
this holiday, whether you're in the United States and celebrate it or not, is a good reminder of how important it is to give thanks every day. Uh, thankfulness is good for us. Gratitude is good for us, for our mental and physical health. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the benefits we can get from being thankful. I ran across a quote that I really liked by a writer named William Arthur Ward, who said, gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. And I just love that thought. This is one that I want to write down and kind of post where I can keep in front of me to remind me, especially, you know, in these challenging times, if I start to feel sad or frustrated or any of those emotions that come to remind myself that I can turn my own thinking around and turn every day into a Thanksgiving day. One article that I read recently cites a bunch of studies that have been done uh, about the benefits of being thankful. It can um, boost your health. The article says counting blessings boosts your health. Research showed that grateful people had less depression and stress, lower blood pressure, more energy, and greater optimism. And that's a quote from this article, which I'll link to in the show notes. And I encourage you to read it because there's some really good stuff in there. So being thankful is good for our physical health. Not only that, the, some of the studies cited in this article showed that in older adults, a daily practice of gratitude even slowed down some of the effects of neurodegeneration that often occurs as we age. So, you know, there is this degeneration of our, of our brain cells, so to speak, as we get older. But some of the studies that this article talks about have shown that daily gratitude practice can slow down those effects. Gratitude also is good for uh, uh, counteracting the effects of stress on our lives. The article notes that cortisol is often called the stress hormone. And when our bodies produce too much, it can deplete the immune system and raise blood sugar levels. And this article talks about a study conducted uh, at the Institute of Heart Math Research Center in California, which found that positive emotions like appreciation significantly lowered levels of cortisol. So when we are stressed, it becomes even more important for us to deliberately and intentionally develop a practice of gratitude because it can lower those levels of cortisol that are generated because of the stress we're under and put a halt to the effects of that stress hormone. And being thankful is good for our relationships. There's studies cited in this article that talk about that and they talk about the science behind why it may be that when we are grateful, when we express gratitude, it can actually help us strengthen relationships by bonding us together. And according to some research, people with high blood pressure, and I'm quoting from the article here, who actively expressed thankfulness can achieve up to a 10% reduction in systolic blood pressure and decrease their dietary fat intake by up to 20%. So it's actually, you know, maybe good for our waistline to be grateful. So those are just five ways that, that this article talks about uh, as why thankfulness can be good for us. 
And we've talked in the past about the positive effects gratitude can have on our life, our health, our mindset, and so much more. I encourage you to check out some of those past episodes, such as episode 167, where we talked about gratitude and productivity. Episode 270 was also about gratitude. And back in episode 311, we had a conversation with Autumn McKay that touched on practicing gratitude on purpose. I guess the point I wanted to make in this episode, which honestly, I want to keep kind of on the short side, uh, since I know a lot of you are celebrating holidays this week. The point is that gratitude is good for us. Saying thank you is healthy for us mentally, physically, relationally, and in every way it is good for us to be thankful. Uh, there were a number of other quotes that I read as I was thinking about this topic, things that I've written down that I want to ponder. And, and I wanted to share some of these quotes with you, thoughts that other people have had about the importance, the value, and the benefits of giving thanks. For instance, Oprah Winfrey is quoted as saying, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And I think that is such a good reminder for all of us to be thankful for what we have and not to focus on what we lack. H.A. Uh, Ironside has said, we would worry less if we praised more. Thanksgiving is the enemy of discontent and dissatisfaction. Loved that quote. When you are feeling discontented and dissatisfied with your life or with your situation, with your job, with relationships, Take a moment to intentionally look for what you can be grateful for. That is the antidote for discontent and dissatisfaction. Another person, this is someone I hadn't heard of before, but I ran across this quote by a, a man named Fred DeWitt Van Amberg, who said, gratitude is a currency that we can mint for ourselves and spend without fear of bankruptcy. And I, I like that it, he makes kind of an analogy of, of between gratitude and money. You know, we, we can't make our own money anymore. We're, we're not allowed to do that. Governments mint currency and there is a finite amount of it and we can use it up. But gratitude is something that can never be used up. We can lavish it on the people around us, lavish it on ourselves and never run out. And so I love that analogy that gratitude is a currency that we can mint for ourselves and spend without fear of bankruptcy. And finally, Eckhart Tolle has said, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna here and, you know, try to disregard the fact that many of us have go gone through really difficult times this year, whether it's from the pandemic, from the various, you know, there's been rioting, there's been a very contentious election here in the United States. There have been natural disasters around the world, lots of things going on that can create uh, just a, an aura of 
I don't know, anxiety and fear around us. And I know that I have succumbed to that uh, at times over the last several months and feeling this just sense of despair of it's like the world is just falling apart and, you know, stores run out of the things that we need. Uh, it's, it's been a time unlike anything I've experienced in my lifetime and unlike anything I ever even imagined would be possible uh, to think that you could walk into store after store and not find a single roll of toilet paper on the shelves was, it, it was just unthinkable to me before this year when that happened and other things that we need that still sometimes aren't there. And so we can get really caught up in, in worrying about what's going to happen, uh, worrying about the things that have happened and the impact they're going to have on us and the people we care about. And you may have had an even tougher year than I have. Maybe you've been ill yourself or someone in your household has been, people you, you care about. Uh, and it's really easy to focus on those things, to think about what we've lost what's missing, what we can't get our hands on right now, what we lack. And yet, as Eckhart Tolle has said in this quote, acknowledging the good you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. We can choose to turn our minds toward the positive, not ignoring the fact that things are difficult, but making a choice to focus our intention, attention on, on what we have, not what we've lost, not what we lack, but what we have. All of us have something we can be grateful for. I truly believe that. I don't, I, I confess, I don't always practice it. I can get as caught up in the, the fear and the anxiety and the worry as, as anybody can, but when I can, and that's one of the reasons I collect quotes like this, like the ones I just read to you, to remind myself that there is positive, there are positive ways of thinking. There are things I can do to turn my attention away from the things I fear and toward something positive and to look around me for what I have to be grateful for and to say those things, recite them out loud to myself and, and articulate the gratitude for the things that I have as a foundation, as, as he said, for all abundance. And so I would encourage you to, to do what I am encouraging myself to do. And that is to put into practice starting today, this, this thankfulness, this gratitude uh, you know, the attitude of gratitude, starting right now, find ways to make it a part of your life on purpose. And there's sort of two areas, one of them being make a habit of giving thanks for the good in your life, big things, small things, uh, opportunities, provision, whatever. Be very present and very intentional about looking for things to be thankful for. It really is a matter of perspective in most cases. And there is always, even in the most dire of circumstances, there is always something to be thankful for. And sometimes we have to train our minds to see it. And so whether it's something small like, 
you know, green lights or convenient parking spaces when you're in a hurry to get somewhere or sunny, clear skies on a cold winter day or a, a cool breeze on a hot day. Maybe it's, you know, a sale on an item you need for yourself or your household or, you know, just that you're, you're healthy and well. That's something hugely to be grateful for in this pandemic time. And so whether it's a big thing or a small thing, make a habit of giving thanks for whatever good things there are in your life, whether they're big or small, find every one of them and articulate your thankfulness. One thing that might be a cool thing to do would be to create, if you don't already have this, a mealtime ritual for yourself and those you share a home with, whether it's, you know, your husband and children, a roommate, uh, an extended family, as you sit down for a meal, hopefully you're, you're sharing a meal together at least once a day and start this mealtime ritual of each person sharing one thing that he or she is grateful for. Uh, many, many families do something like this at Thanksgiving dinner. And I think that's a great place to start. It's, it's kind of what got me thinking about it because I know a lot of people do it, um, if, you know, at Thanksgiving dinner, which as I said, is, is coming up here in the United States the day after this episode is published, but don't let it end there. Maybe let that be a part of your ritual every day. And if you have breakfast together, you can do it then, but maybe that's part of something we can do, uh, to sort of band together in these difficult times as a family, as a household to, to sit down, to share a meal on purpose and each person share something they're thankful for. Develop a culture of expressed gratitude in your household or in your workplace or both. Gertrude Stein has said, silent gratitude isn't very much use to anyone. And I think that is so true. I think often we think thank you, but we don't remember to say it out loud. And so create that culture of expressing gratitude and not being stingy with it. Remember it's that, that currency that we can mint for ourselves. There's no, we don't have to wait for somebody else to create it. We can create that gratitude and we can express it and spend it lavishly. And so in addition to making a habit, developing and cultivating that habit of giving thanks for the good things in your life, the second piece of this, I think the practice we could all start now is remembering to say thank you to the people in your life, those who are a big part of your life and those who cross your path only fleetingly. So your spouse, your children, your parents, uh, whoever is in your household uh, that is a big part of your life, the people that you work with, your colleagues, whether you are working together in an office or in a workplace together, or everybody working remotely these days, maybe it's even more important now to say thank you, to remember to thank the people who who come across your, your path and help you in some way, those who are part of your everyday life, those who you only meet for a moment, the the clerk at the grocery store, the, the mail carrier who drops off your mail, anybody that you pass, remember to, whenever you think, thank you, say it out loud. Whenever you think that you you appreciate something 
that somebody has done for you, or you just are thankful for that person in your life, instead of just thinking it, remember to say it out loud, say it in person when you can and look them in the eye when you say it. Or if you can't say it in person, if they're distant and you can't get together, maybe it would now is a great time to revive that old fashioned practice of sending thank you notes. Um, but find ways to say thank you out loud to the people who have been important in your life or the people who've just helped you out in some small way uh, for, for just that moment in time. Uh, Ralph Marston, another, another quote that I found that I thought was so good, says, make it a habit to tell people thank you, to express your appreciation sincerely and without the expectation of anything in return. Truly appreciate those around you, and you'll soon find many others around you. Truly appreciate life, and you'll find you have more of it. I love that so much. So, you know, that's, uh, those are a couple of things to think about making a habit of giving thanks for the good things in your life, remembering to say thank you to the people in your life. And as a, the third thing I would throw out there, as I've recommended this before start, or if you already have this going, add to every day, your own gratitude journal, whether it's a notebook that you write things in a, car, a little three by five card you carry around with you, uh, or, you know, something on, on your computer, but each evening or each morning, whenever it makes sense to you, write down two or three things that you're thankful for big or small, doesn't matter. There's so much science out there, studies that have shown that people who have this practice uh, are healthier and happier human beings and more productive. And that's why where this kind of all fits in. This is why I'm talking about giving thanks. Yes, the idea was spurred as I looked at the calendar and realized the, that Thanksgiving here in the United States was approaching. But it's all about having a productive life, right? A meaningfully productive life, ordering our lives in such a way as to maximize our positive impact on the, the world around us. And gratitude is such a huge part of that. And we can intentionally ex cultivate that attitude of gratitude and that habit of saying thank you for the things and the people who are meaningful in our lives. And to that point, I want to say thank you as I wrap up this uh, short episode on uh, for the day before Thanksgiving here in the United States. There are some people I want to say thank you to. Um, th th there are lots of people I want to say thank you to, but specifically in connection with the the adventure that has been the Productive Woman podcast and the other things that that have built up around it. I want to say thank you today to Lisa who's my assistant for her consistent and, and generous and, um, encouraging good help in getting things done for the podcast. I want to say thank you to my husband, Mike, for his support. I couldn't do this podcast without him in a lot of ways, but couple of practical areas. He's the one who composed and recorded the music, the theme music for the show that you hear. Uh, that's all Mike. Uh, and I'm very grateful for it. And I'm grateful for his diligent and, and very thoughtful work in editing each episode, trying to make it, uh, the, the audio quality is 
good as he possibly can uh, so that it's pleasing for you to listen to and uh, you can get the most out of it. I want to say thank you to the women in the productive woman community, those particularly those who are in the community Facebook group, uh, because the the engagement there, the support and encouragement that we see I see there is so important to me. And each of you who have written to me, sent me emails and things like that. I want to thank you for supporting and encouraging me and each other. I, I, I am so grateful for that. I don't even have words. Uh, when I launched this podcast all those years ago, the one thing I hoped was that somehow I could reach out and help start a conversation and maybe even help create a community of women who would do just that, who would support and encourage each other in our respective journeys toward making a life that matters. And that has happened. And every time I see someone pop into the Facebook group with a question or a suggestion and, and different people encouraging each other, it just about brings me to tears because I am, I'm just so grateful to see that happening. And I want to thank you for listening. Uh, it means the world to me. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't say anything more than that. I appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say here. Uh, it, it's, uh, I, I, that's all I can say is thank you. I hope that you will find people to thank. You know, there's been so much this year in particular. There always is, but in, especially this year, it seems like there have been so many things to worry about, so much to be afraid of or to be anxious or even angry about. Bad things have happened. People do bad things. But there was a, a an article I was reading that the writer said something that I thought was so important to keep in mind as we recognize that, yes, bad things happen, people do bad things, people hurt each other, people suffer and cause suffering. But here's what this this writer said. What is also true is that there are many good people in the world who are brave and compassionate and committed to making the world a better one. What is also true is that each of us has the power to be one of them. Yet we cannot harness this power when we expend our energy focusing on what is wrong, laying blame and perpetuating the same lower order thought patterns that have created the problems to begin with. I just think that is so true. There are bad things happening. There are bad people doing terrible things. But there are also, as this writer says, many good people in the world who are brave and compassionate and committed to making the world a better one. And each of us has the power to be one of those people. And I encourage you to be one of those people. And as this writer suggests, rather than focusing our time and our energy and our attention on what's wrong and on who's to blame and, and all of that, let's turn our thoughts, turn our minds, turn our energy into our, and our attention to those things that are good, to the good that we can do in the world and the good that we see other people doing and remember to be grateful for it and express that gratitude. So those are my thoughts, I guess, this week on, on giving thanks 
uh, year round, not just when the holiday comes. What do you think? What are you, what are you thankful for today? Who in your life can you say, say thank you to today? I would love it if you would do that. And I would love it if you would feel free to share your thoughts on this subject with the rest of us. You can do that in the comment section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 322. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page or in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group as well. As always, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I am always happy to hear from you. A couple of quick things. Oh, well, first of all, to the point of saying thank you to people, I want to say thank you to a couple of people who have recently left very nice reviews of the Productive Woman podcast in Apple Podcasts. IMS 186 from the United States says, I recently discovered this podcast and have been enjoying listening to both the most recent episodes and some right at the beginning. I especially like the interviews and getting first person accounts of how other people deal with the various kinds of responsibilities and pressures. This show makes me feel like I'm not alone in the things that I struggle with, which is incredibly comforting. And thank you. I feel the same when I hear from other people, there is something so comforting and encouraging in knowing that we are not alone, right? Um, Jacob from the United States says, two thumbs up for this show. I really enjoyed Laura's solo episode about living a well-lived life that matters. Loved how she included authenticity because that's one factor that has been overlooked most of the time. So thank you to both of you for sharing those nice reviews. I appreciate knowing that you find the podcast to be worthwhile. A couple of just quick notes. I haven't mentioned this much recently, but as we get ready to turn the calendar to the new year, I will be hosting another Productive Woman Mastermind group, probably starting in January. These are paid mastermind groups. It's just you and four other women and me. So five women and me who meet once a week for one hour for 12 weeks. And we share ideas and encouragement to help each other move forward on those most cherished goals. I think those who've participated have found it really worthwhile. If you go to the um, the Productive Woman website at theproductivewoman.com. You'll see a page for work with me and it talks about, there's a tab about the masterminds and you can find there some little short audio clips from women who've participated in the groups uh, in the past about what their experience has been like and how it's helped them move forward on their goals. On that same page, you'll also find a link for the short online application. So if it sounds like something you're interested in, do um, check that out and uh, feel free to email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com if you have questions about whether it's a good fit for you. Uh, The other thing is I mentioned a few episodes ago about wanting to do some in-person, an in-person planning retreat here at my home. 
This is something that would be very limited, a small group of women who would gather uh, for just a weekend to, um, you know, make some plans and, and to get, get our thoughts in order for the coming year. This is something I still want to do. I've had some great uh, response to that. I'll be in touch with those of you who have already reached out to me about it. And we'll figure out a way to do this um, at a time when it is safe for everyone to do so. But if that's something you're interested in, shoot me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com and just let me know you're interested in the in-person planning retreats. Uh, if you would like help in addressing anxiety and improving your sleep, remember our new sponsor, Calm, is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off their premium subscription. Just go to calm.com slash TPW. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash TPW for 40% off unlimited access to their entire library of guided meditations, sleep stories, and more with new content being added every week. You can get started today at calm.com slash TPW. And thank you so much to Calm not only for your help that you've given me, but for supporting the Productive Woman podcast. And that is it for this episode of the podcast. As always, I am grateful to you for spending this time with me. I, I hope you felt like it was worthwhile and that you got something worth having out of the episode. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.